I know maybe right now, someone, one of you listening right now is feeling a ton of pain and you don't know how to get out of it. And maybe you're thinking about suicide. And I just want to say, I love you. You matter. Um, no one should feel that pain. And maybe you're feeling that pain right now because maybe down the line, you'll be able, after you heal yourself, you can help others that also feel that pain. So like the way I see it, part of my story, I went through that pain. So right now in this moment, I can share that with people and they can know that they are not alone. And then hopefully because I went through it, I can help other people going through it. When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, I made just $5,000 in my business. Now I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30 hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. So for today's episode, I wanted to do something a little different. Um, and it's inspired by literally today. Today for me is uh, January 27th. <laughs> no significant date, but as I posted in my story today, to be completely honest and open, I woke up feeling kind of not the, in the best energy. And usually if I'm feeling a bit down, I go for a walk or I move or I dance to like get my energy up, but that didn't work today. And I just, it brought me back into that place of like feeling sad and lonely and the negative self-talk that could happen in your, in my mind. And I was just like, oh, why today? Like I have so much to do. I have so much to prep for, uh, that I want to prep for the course and everything like that coming up. And I was just like going down into a deep spiral and right now it inspired this episode because I realized that February is coming up, which is the whole Bell Let's Talk month. It's all about um, bringing awareness to mental health and I definitely want to share my story around mental health because I know that the more I share my vulnerability and my story that the people that are dealing with the same thing or have dealt with the same thing, feel less alone. And that way we can all be in it together. And that can decrease, you know, people self-hurting or even having suicidal thoughts and all that stuff. So I definitely want to have a positive impact with my own story and how I've been able to help myself uh, throughout the years. Um, So I wanted to basically just share because I know a lot of you see me in this light of a super positive, bubbly person um, that has her shit together and is always achieving big dreams and goals and looks really happy. And guess what? All that is absolutely true. I am very happy in my life. I have everything that I've dreamt of before and it's actually my reality now. And I am pursuing my big dreams and trying to make them happen. Um, and yeah, I'm so grateful for everything that I have in my life. I'm grateful for, um, you know, my health, the, the relationships I have, Rory, uh, my business, so many things are thriving, um, but it took some work for me to get here because I did have a moment when I was younger. So, of you know, I struggled with a lot of mental health. I was really depressed. So I think it was back when I was um, in elementary school. So I went to the same elementary school in Malton, 
uh, which is like Mississauga, Ontario, for my whole life. And then at basically in the middle of grade eight, uh, me and my family moved to Brampton. And at that time, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, like these are all the people that I knew in elementary school. Now I'm moving somewhere else where I won't know anyone. So I felt kind of really sad about that. Um, but at the same time, uh, my parents were amazing and my mom, because she knew how important it was for me to finish grade eight with all of my peers from elementary school, she, they kept me in that school and they drove me every day, half an hour to school just so I can still experience that time with them. So that was really, really special. And, um, I felt fine then and all that, but then summer came around of like the summer in between, you know, grade eight and starting high school. So in that time, I was basically, I felt 100% isolated, alone. I was in a new place, Brampton. I didn't really know anyone. I actually knew one person who was my best friend growing up. So that was amazing that we were actually, I found out we were going to be going to the same high school. So that was huge, amazing news. But she was like the only friend that I had. And if she was busy or something like that, then I would just be by myself. And I remember going into this really dark place in um, in that time in the summer. And I would just be by, I'm an only child. So I would just be by myself in my room, just going into my deep, dark thoughts, playing like, like, uh, oh my gosh, who is that artist? Um, just like darker, like rock music. Uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? She's She was female. She had like pale, beautiful skin dark long hair I think it started with an E and uh, uh, anyway her music like really spoke to my pain and I would just sing her music and sing through the pain in a way and even listen to like Eminem like because I was angry I was angry that I felt so alone and all of that and something to do I, I don't blame my parents for it it's just like a life situation right and um, and so I fell into like a dark place and I even had moments of suicidal thoughts I was like what is even the point of me being here like I was like I would just like imagine of like oh what if I just go downstairs right now and just take a knife and you know do whatever do whatever to just make that make me go away so I definitely had I don't know I understand when people think that way because it's just like you feel alone helpless dark you don't know how to get out of the hole you feel like you're in it deep so I did have that moment, but then I was still, something still kept me pushing. And I think it's because I had such a great relationship with my parents. Like they were my, they ended up being my best friends. And we just, we ended up spending a lot of time together. Then I still had so much fun with them. So they were like the things that the people that were keeping me going. And then when I first started um, high school, I was, I found a new excitement for it, even though I didn't know anyone because I was slightly, I was shy and I was bullied in elementary school and I wanted to like come into this new space of this new high school being like no one knows how I actually who I am I can like reinvent myself and if I want to be confident I can be that confident person I can like reinvent myself so actually that was like a little bit that realization was a turning point of me being excited to go in high school so uh, as soon as high school started I just flicked a switch, flicked on a switch. And I chose to be, I was like, I am going to be a brand new person. I'm going to be exactly who I want to be. I'm going to be confident. And by the way, oh yeah, before this, I think it was that summer that I discovered this, the personal development or the self-help section at chapters. And I'm like, there are books where people can teach you how to 
you know, be happy, how to like get yourself out of, you know, feeling depressed and all of that. So I literally dove into that and that saved me. And that's why I'm so, so obsessed with personal development and always growing and being, um, and being, you know, self, uh, inquisitive, all those things. It came from that because it literally, I feel like it saved my soul, saved my life. And I basically trained myself through that knowledge, through those books. I trained myself into becoming the confident, happy person, the like free spirited person I am now. Um, so it was a bit of a journey, but I don't know how I just, I found the strength to do it on my own. I know some people need more of like someone else to talk to because I literally didn't talk to anyone about this. Not even my parents knew. They just, I kept it in all to myself and I'm like, you know what? I'm strong enough to figure this out on my own. Just so you know, if you're going through that, like maybe you, that will, that will work for you. But if it's not working for you to figure it out on your own, um, don't feel that you're broken because that's just something that worked for me. But maybe for you, it'll work to go, you know, talk to someone, tell your closest friend what you're going through, find a therapist. And I know there are, there are, there are even free therapist resources too. If, if financially you're like, I don't know how I'm going to um, be able to afford one. I know there are so many free options in Toronto that even uh, one of my friends uses. So there's, there's a way to figure it out. And I'm, I believe me, as soon as you just open your mouth and release it and start telling someone, or as soon as you start diving into personal development books and seeing that there is hope, man, it's healing right away. It, you see like a light at the end of the tunnel and there's hope. So I, I really wanted to share that part with you because I know maybe right now, someone, one of you listening right now is feeling a ton of pain and you don't know how to get out of it and maybe you're thinking about suicide and I just want to say I love you you matter um no one should feel that pain and maybe you're feeling that pain right now because maybe down the line you'll be able after you heal yourself you can help others that also feel that pain so like the way I see it part of my story I went through that pain so right now in this moment I can share that with people and they can know that they are not alone. And then hopefully because I went through it, I can help other people going through it. So maybe that's why you're feeling the pain right now. Maybe you're meant to help other people by understanding what they're feeling, by feeling empathetic towards it. So I just want to say, I'm taking a deep breath. Like, I love you. You are seen. There are so many people that love you in your life, even if you don't feel it because you're just so in your head. Like, know that you can reach out to anyone, like even reach out to me. If you're literally thinking about suicide, please like DM me. We we can chat. I, I would love to hear from you and you wouldn't be a burden. I just want you to know that. Okay. So where was I with my story? So in high school, I just, I trained myself on how to be confident. I became, you know, this person that I kind of wanted to be. So it's so possible to do that. And yeah, moving forward in my life, that's why I was always just so um, into personal development and it helped me a lot. And today was one of those days where I woke up feeling super like sad, uh, unmotivated, dark, even movement didn't help me. And I was like, oh, why do I have to feel this way? And I realized it's probably for me to create this podcast episode so that I could, you know, share this with you guys and you can feel less alone. And right now, I actually feel so much better just sharing. <laughs> it, I just feel like 
lighter. I feel like I'm more energized. So yeah, just speaking, speaking your truth, speaking out, knowing you're not alone helps a lot. Another thing that really helps me is me knowing that I am not my thoughts. So I learned this through meditation, which I know that for some people, meditation is daunting. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to sit down for this long, just sitting there and my thoughts are going to go crazy anyway. I'm not doing it right. But there's literally no right or wrong way. It's just like you being aware of what's going on in your mind and not judging it. And um, I started my meditation journey, I think it was a a year ago where I truly really started it. And I told myself, okay, I'm going to meditate for 30 days straight. um, For even if I meditate for one minute, that counts. So even, even if it was five minutes that counted. So it kind of every day I was like, whatever I'm feeling or I, I just, I did it that way. So for example, one day I would meditate for 10 minutes and another day I'd be rushing more. So I'd be five minutes. Another day I would totally forget and be like, oh shit, I'm about to go to bed and I'm so tired. Okay, one minute meditation. I just have to put, get it in today. And I have to tell you, it's been a game changer in my mental health, like game changer. The days that I'm telling you about for like today where I have like that low, low energy day, my mind is like spinning out of control into a dark place. They happen so much more like less frequently because I meditate because I don't associate myself with like my thoughts. So if I, so for example, I used to think if I say I am depressed, I used to be like, I used to actually believe that I as my whole physical and soul and self and everything is that. That is me. That's my identity. But what I realized through meditation is that that's that thought is just fleeting. So think about like clouds in the sky, right? They just slowly pass by. That's what thoughts are for us, right? Every day we have thousands and thousands of thoughts and we don't catch them all, but they just come across and they happen. And the best thing that I've learned is to not identify with them. Um, So that has been an amazing tool that has helped me. So I would highly suggest Headspace. I use Headspace. Um, I use like every day they have a new kind of theme meditation and you could choose, do you want to meditate for one minute, three minutes, five minutes, 10, 20 minutes. So it's really nice that you get to choose that. His voice is really relaxing and soothing. And at the beginning of each meditation, he gives you a little like one minute tutorial and explanation on a tip on how to meditate and um, it makes you really feel like it's so much it's so easy to do it's just effortless so I love his teaching style so I would highly recommend it Um, another thing that helped me is pause is affirmations they also have been game-changing for me and I've mentioned this before And I'm going to keep mentioning this podcast because it's incredible, Uh, but it's called the Affirmations Pod. And um, yeah, and in there she has different affirmations for different life situations. And she even has an app which is paid for. So I pay for her yearly, uh, which you can have without like ads or anything like that. And for example, if you're feeling like really depressed, there's one where Uh, she walks you through like why you are so valuable to this world and all these things. Or if you need to help to focus while you're at work, she says, I am focused. It's so easy for me to pick a task, sit down and work on it for half an hour. Like those little, like all those little things. She has like three minute snippets of positive affirmations like that. They help me so, so much. So that's another tool that would be amazing for you to use if you're, you know, you have moments of 
darkness in your life, which guess what? We all freaking do. All of us do. We all just have them in different, like experience them at different levels, right? Um, and then having a therapist. I, I mean, I believe that everyone should have a therapist and I believe that I should get one. <laughs> I think I'm told, I've been procrastinating getting one. I, I went to a therapist maybe, when was it last? Like two or three years ago. And I went for maybe like three or four sessions. And I noticed for myself that as soon as it hit something like sensitive, like a trauma in my life, I stopped going. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say that's a mistake because it's just part of my story but me knowing that and being self-aware of it I'm like I need to go back I need to go back and and deal with some things um so I'm gonna be straight up and honest with you I'm not gonna be like get a therapist everyone should have a therapist and then not and like pretend myself like I'm actually doing that um I just know that uh from hearing from friends that do have a therapist it's just they've got they've been able to work through so much trauma in their life and feel so much more emotionally free and stable that I've heard from what I've heard it's just like a really powerful tool to have in your life and I need to make the space for that in my life I'm totally being straight up with you right now I'm procrastinating that I'm saying I don't have time um but you have time for what you make time for right so yeah on my end I need to do that too um but yeah that is all that I feel like my soul wants to share with you right now I really hope it helped you um if you are going through a dark place right now or even if you just randomly have dark places go to dark places like I do uh, very sporadically um, also feel free to re- reach out to me again if you're in a really really dark place and you don't feel like you have anyone to turn to please know that you can turn to me I would not share anything you say with anyone it'll be just between me and you I just feel like I have a responsibility to I don't know with this platform to be able to freaking if someone is thinking about like taking their life I feel like I have a responsibility to help save that I don't know why I don't know why I've always felt that way Um, but please reach out to me I would love to hear from you and I think just to finish this off I actually I want to do a little reading and this reading is from a book called Journey to the Heart by Melody uh, Beatty and what I love to do I randomly I've only done this once on the podcast, but I just literally asked the universe. I'm like, okay, you tell me which page to turn to and I will read that. And I just did it. So here we go. This is what you're meant to hear right now. Take time to reward yourself. Let it become a deliberate practiced habit. Many of us grew up in families or with people who didn't reward us. We weren't rewarded for good behavior we weren't rewarded or loved unconditionally just for being and particularly for being us. Although many of us may strive to change that behavior by rewarding the people around us, we may have neglected the importance of rewarding someone very important ourselves. It is one thing to mentally congratulate ourselves for a job well done. It is another to take the time to actually deliberately and specifically reward ourselves. How many years do we have to live before it's time to treat ourselves? How much good do we have to do before it's good enough to give ourselves a gift? Maybe it's time now, today, to begin practicing the habit of rewarding ourselves. Our souls can become tired, very weary of striving to grow, to do things well, 
to do our best at life, love, and work if there is no reward. Our passion can wane if good is never good enough, and if the rewards and pleasures are always, always at bay, somewhere out in the distant future. If you find yourself beginning to resist working hard, doing well, striving for spiritual growth, maybe it's because you're neglecting to reward yourself for all you've already done. If you feel like the world offers no reward to you, maybe it's because you're not cooperating by rewarding yourself. Stop punishing and depriving yourself. Don't let others punish you for a job, a day, or a life well done. Instead, reward yourself. Take a break and do something especially nice for you, something that would make you happy. Buy yourself something. It can be a little gift, or you can splurge. Take yourself somewhere you want to go, in your hometown or in another country. Do something fun, magical, and exciting, something that makes your heart sing and your spirit soar. Reward yourself by allowing yourself to enjoy what you give yourself or what you're doing. Make rewarding yourself an attitude. Reward yourself often when you accomplish a particular task, when you've gone through a grueling part of your healing process. Reward yourself during those frustrating times just for being so patient. Sometimes reward yourself just for being you. Wow. Okay, that was powerful. (laughs) Um, That was so perfect. Thank you, universe. And thank you for listening. And I love you so much. I hope you have an amazing day full of rewarding yourself. Yay! Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica Photo. That's Sarah No H Monica with a K Photo to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet, the irony is, the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is, I have a game-changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much? Up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. Is called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right. Literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use. 
plus tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And P.S., the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to saramonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's saramonica.com forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.